Good morning. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Re'eh, Tovshin Pei Beis. We're continuing the Shir on the Good Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Avodas Alilim, Halacha Beis. We're in the middle of paragraph Hey. We're up to a subparagraph, V'alken Isa Betikunim Shemamzeru Mamzeres. That's where we're up to. We dedicate the learning today. Li'ilu Nishmas. Tuvia Barbisol Yitzchok, Yurachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, and also for a complete Rufur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Miriam Esther Bas Soregitl, Yuspendel Bas Gitleya, Sorel Rochel Bas Yuspendel, Avigaman Bas Yuspendel, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chaya Liza, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya bas Luna Patricia, Mazel bat Zahava, Jonas ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira bas Miriam, Moishe Dovid Eliyahu ben Risha, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Soraleya bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulan ben Soraleya, Yosef Avrom Eliezer Nisim ben Pesia, Baruch Mordechai ben Tali, Levi Elimelech ben Rochel Udl, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Yehudas Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Tzion ben Sora, Besorch Ides Miriam bas, Ides bas Miriam Brindel, Simcha Sora bas Ahuva, Nisim ben Rivka, Besorch Shar Chavi Yisrael. We're in the middle of the topic of the three major Averas for which a Yid has to be willing to allow himself to be killed rather than to commit these Averas. And Rav Nossin's already spoke about Avodah Zorah, and now he's in the topic of Gili Arayas, Averas between men and women. <clears throat> and we spoke about it a little bit, and now Rav Nossin's Al continues. V'yalkein isa b'tikunim, and based on what we're learning here, it's brought in the Tikunei Zoyar, Shemamzer umamzeres Hempesel umasecha. The Zohar Kodesh refers to these illegitimate children as Avoidazora. Pesel and Masecha, terms that are used for Avoidazora, are used for illegitimate children, children that were born through an Avera. Kihem Avoidazora Mamish, because they are considered literally like idols. Shemamshich Chiyaselakus Kaviochel, that just like an idol draws. Chiyus from Hashem v'oikroi misharoshoi and tears it away from its source u'machnisoi b'toich guf v'choymer pogom amakul kol kazeh and is putting it into a body matter that's damaged in a big way shalidezeh mizgaber ha'choymer alatzura this causes a reverse we said our mission in this world is that the neshama should be in charge of the guf. By, by doing an Aveiro, you're causing, you're making the guf be the balabas, be, be in charge of the neshama, chas v'shom. The choymer should be on top of the tzura. Shezeh churban ho'ilam, chas v'shom kanal. This is destroying the world, chas v'shom. Here, here Rav Nassim is talking about the person's drawing chiyas alakus, meaning that tipa. He's drawing that, that, that life and, and putting it into the wrong place, Rahman al-Islam. And Rav Nosson Zal says, this is literally like Avoidezora. Because this is really what Avoidezora is all about. And he's going to explain now. Because the main mistake that all of those people thousands of years ago that used to mamish worship idols, and even today, in some places in the world, there still is such a thing. What was their mistake? Nimshach machmashim kruchim beyoiser achataivas oilamazer. Because these people are very involved in gashmias, in eating, in every all types of gashmias taivos, v'heimagbirim bechol pam hachomer al hatsura, and they are always favoring. The choymer over the tzura, the matter, the, the less holy thing over the holier thing. Haguf al hanefesh. They're always favoring the body more important than the neshama. Hagashmias al aruchnias. Ad shenis akir sichlam. 
to the point where their brain gets damaged, their seichel becomes damaged, and they can't think clearly, they can't think properly, and their mind gets turned over, literally the opposite of what they should, they're thinking the opposite of what they should be thinking. To the point where they fell into this kind of mistake, where they took something physical and made it into an idol. Things that are created by people, a piece of wood. They'll take a piece of wood that's shaped a certain way and, and they're going to worship this, they're going to bow down to this. Is there anything sillier than that? And you ask yourself, how could intelligent, normal people get to this? Rav Nussan says, I'll tell you exactly how. That if a person lives a life of Gashmias, the more Megusham a person is, the more a person follows their Taivois and all of those things, the more their brain becomes weaker and weaker and weaker. So the brain that's supposed to have 100 watts now has 4 watts or 3 watts. And when the brain only has 3 watts, you can come up with pretty silly ideas, silly, stupid things, which if the person had 50 watts or more, they would laugh at them. What are you, it's crazy, totally nuts. Now, but again, I don't understand. How is it possible? How is it possible? What does this wood have in it that it's possible, it's conceivable for somebody to bow down to it? What makes this possible is the fact that everything in creation has Hashem in it. It has It has a spark of life that Hashem has given that item. <clears throat> in science, they learn that a, a, any object is made up of, of molecules, and the molecules are made up of protons and neutrons and electrons, and the electrons spin around the nook. But the only thing they leave out is who, who's spinning it? How is it spinning? And who, who made the proton and who made the electron? Well, that they leave out. They leave out the Hashem factor. But we know that there is a Hashem factor, that the atoms can't stick to the molecules will not stick together unless Hashem puts them together. A table won't remain a table. Nothing in this world will continue to exist without the chius of Hashem in it. <clears throat> because Hashem created that thing. And Hashem continues to allow everything in this world to exist through the will of Hashem and through Chiyus. Hashem infuses life into everything in this world, into a plant, into an animal, into a rock, into a bridge, anything, anything and everything. And it's we, the Jewish people, that have the responsibility, the responsibility and the capability through our serving Hashem with Torah and Mitzvah Maisius to strengthen the Ruchnius over the Gashmius, to elevate everything in this world and to connect it to Hashem, to the source of its Chius. And every individual Jew, the more a person purifies themselves and the more a person tries to become holy, how do you do that? By going to the mikveh, by waking up earlier, by not eating before you talk to Hashem, all the different mitzvahs, every step of the way that a person is purifying himself, making himself more kadosh, more tahar, careful about what he eats, what he drinks, how much he eats, how much he drinks, when. And the person separates themselves from the materialism of this world, from the gashmias, where people are, are only thinking about eating and only thinking about physical pleasures. The more a person does this themselves, the more they strip the whole world from its gashmias, from its materialism. And he elevates everything to its source. 
two people have a house. One people has a house with a refrigerator that's full of food and, and, and lights and, and, and cleaning and everything. Another person has a house that has kosher mezuzahs on it and it has sforim in it. The most important thing in the house is the sforim shafa, the beautiful sforim that are there <clears throat> and, and, the, and the, the chalas that are being baked for Shabbos and all that. One house is plugged into Hashem on a very high level and the other house is a house. It's rocks and glass and everything. <clears throat> and the opposite is also true that the more a person lives a purely Gashmias life, the less connected that person is to Hashem, and the less connected everything involved with that person, everything associated with that person, is less connected to Hashem. The more a person allows themselves to be, to be attached to the materialistic desires of this world and to the foolishness and to the gashmias, he's strengthening the physical over the spiritual. And he's pushing the world away. He's distancing the world from its source, from Hashem, from the source where everything draws its life from. However, despite that, even a person who's not a tzaddik, and he's not a, a porosh, he's not a... As long as the person still believes in Hashem, they believe that Hashem created the world, and Hashem is running the world and everything, but still they, they're involved more in Gashmias. That person is still connected to Hashem. And even though the person is, has become distant, the person has not become disconnected completely. And therefore, every single Jew so long as he's still called a Jew, He's not ashamed to be called a Jew, meaning he has a certain minimum basic faith in Hashem. That person still moves the entire world towards Hashem as a result of his strong kesher, whereby he's still connected to Hashem by the fact that he still has a strong faith in Hashem. Meaning, what do we mean strong faith in Hashem? He believes that Hashem created everything with ten statements of creation. And as we learned earlier, in those ten statements of creation is hidden the Aseris Hadibrois. And in the Aseris Hadibrois is hidden the entire Torah. Which is the source of life, it's the battery of the entire world and everything in it. And that's how we elevate everything in the world, the world and everything in it, to Hashem. Aval, however, yes, there are people that they get so involved in Gashmias, in the desires of this world, kavod and money and pleasure and to the point where they have fallen so low into the physicalness, into materialism of this physical world, to the point where they turn the plate over upside down. And they strengthen the Gashmias so much over the Ruchnias, to the point where they got so confused to the point where they actually made for themselves idols from physical things, from stone, from marble, from wood, 
things that are man-made. And they're thereby tearing out that object from its source of life. And they make it into an idol. There's a place in the Navi where it refers to Avodah as excrement. Excrement that takes up zero space. It's zero, 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 nothing. Psoilus, waste matter. It's the, the spoilage of this physical world. Because once they take this wood or this marble or whatever it is and they make an idol out of it, the koifrin b'ashem isborach, and they deny the existence of Hashem, nistalek mishom kol shoyrish hachiyas digdusha shoyaboy. That causes all ruchnis that was in that item, any spirituality that, that was, any holy chiyas that was in that, to leave. Vazai nishar hadovor b'psoyles gomor. And then that item becomes pure waste matter. Ki tsoya mamish. Literally, excrement, kamuva b'ksovim, as the Ariya Kodesh, the Arizal speaks about this in the Priyad Chaim, she'avodezora hu bechinas asiya. The Arizal shows that avodezora corresponds to the oilam hu asiya and the lowest part of the oilam hu asiya. Avol, however, hishtalshulus to'usam v'sechlusam nimshach v'nishtalshul mizeh b'yatzmoy. Rabbi Nassau again says, how in the world, but how in the world can people go so far off, off the mark? So far off being rational, having a little bit of brains. All of this comes and it spirals down from this itself. What is this itself? Because the truth is that in every single thing in this world, every rock, Every tree, everything in this world has hidden in it chiyas spiritual life. Hamachayas hakoil, which gives, infuses life into everything. And because there is Hashem in there, because Hashem is inside of this thing, that's what allows the possibility of people to get into this type of a mistake and to take physical things and turn it into an idol. Because they want to strengthen the, phys- the physicalness over the spiritual. And they disconnect everything from its source to the point where everything is upside down by them. They're, taught, they're standing on their heads. You're looking at a guy, and it looks to you like he's standing right side up, but you don't know. To change the lens, you're going to see he's standing on his head. Because the truth is, we are supposed to be elevating everything in this world to ha- only to Hashem. The source of its holy life. That everything in this world should become connected and plugged into its source through our emuna. Whereby we believe that Hashem created everything. When a person believes that way, then they're strengthening the nefesh and neshama over the body, the choymer. But these idol worshippers were so gashmi, they were so much into the physical world, so much into materialism, and taivos, and taivos roes, and midas roes, to the point where, again, their brain became upside down. Their thinking became upside down. Where they, they turned things literally reverse. They took the body and made that the idol. They took the gashmias, they took the wood, the stone, and that's the G-O-D. 
not, not the Hashem inside of it, not the Ruchni inside of it. They're making, they want to make the Gashmis into it. And on a certain level, every Avera is doing this. The Zohar Kodesh says, there's a Pasuk, Lo Kel Zor. You should not have an idol inside of you. What does that mean? The Zohar Kodesh says, when a person gets angry, he loses his temper. A person falls into Kas, he's worshipping an idol. Who's the idol? He's the idol. The fact that a person can scream at the top of his head, he doesn't care who's around, or throw something, or this, that, that means he's worshipping himself. So these people who turn something physical into an idol, by doing that, they're tearing out the ruchnius, the chiyas that was in that thing, and they want to make the physical thing into an idol. And this is exactly the concept of a mamzer or mamzeres, shehem pesel umasecha, which the Zohar Kodesh refers to as idols. Why? Because they are also she'oiker gamkein chiyaselukus misharoshoi. By a person misbehaving, by a person conducting themselves in a sinful way, instead of being loyal to their own wife, they go to somebody else, that kind of thing. They're disconnecting this chiyaselukus from its proper source. And when this results in a child being born, a body, which is the opposite of holiness. A person is supposed to bring children into the world. The children are supposed to be a body and a neshama. And the neshama is the most important thing. The body is supposed to be subservient to the neshama. But when a person, chas v'shom, does a major avera, and this brings a child into the world, an illegitimate child, a mamzer, in that child it's, it's the exact opposite, Rahman al-Islam. The, the, the neshama is under the guf, is buried under the guf, Rahman al-Islam. Any questions, please? Morning, Rabbi Yes. Um, I don't know if Rabbi Nassim is going to go into this, but the, the teaching that the Rambam brings down about how all of what is already been spotted from the moon, and then how all Ishtashim is down. Is, is this, that fit into this as well, yeah? Yes. What Rabbi Nelson is saying is in addition, he's not contradicting that. He's saying that was another issue, that again, they, some, which Rabbi Nelson discusses in other places, that some of them are of the opinion <coughs> that Hashem, they believe in, in a Hashem like we do in a sense. But their perception is that Hashem is too big. Are you crazy? You think Hashem would get involved in plants and, you know, the one who created... Of course not. He created messengers, the sun and the moon and the, and, and the, the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law and the son and the mother, all of these things, and as intermediate that we need to worship them. By worshiping them, we're, we're, we're you know, that's the right way. So there's, there's several different factors that led to Avoy Rab Nelson is giving us one of the main ones. Good morning, Rabbi. Yes. Are, are Goim able to do this uh, avodah of revealing Hashem and not staying uh, uh, in the chitzuniyut of the matter? Do they have the ability to do so? The answer is yes, on their level, by fulfilling their mitzvahs. This, by a Goy living by the seven mitzvahs b'nei noyach, then he's doing the maximum that he can, as a non-Jew, to, to connect everything to its source, you know, to, to, to contribute in a good way. And by not going, by not doing anything to harm any Jews, chas v'shon, in any way, who we said are the whole purpose of creation. Now there's a very important question I see in the chat. <clears throat> Most Avodah use idols as simple symbols for concepts and ideas. It's a bit simplistic to reduce Avodah such as, for instance, the Dalai Lama, as brainless creatures. Perhaps Rav Nosanzal means here brainless in terms of moichen or seichel elokah, as holy seichel, rather than what's called human intellect and wisdom. Number one. And number two, many of those idolaters 
are very detached from physical taivas and the physical world in general. Perhaps Gashmias needs to be redefined as well. <clears throat> we don't have to re redefine Gashmias. There's two issues here. Remember, when, when a Jew davens, we say, Vahoser Soton Milfonenu Umeacharenu. Hashem, please remove the Soton from in front of us and from in back of us. There's two forms of Ra in this world. There's a form of Ra of a person who's steeped in Gashmias that, that we're discussing here. People who go after their physical taivas. That's one form of evil. There's another form of evil of people who think they know what spirituality is and they think that they're going to be celibate, celibate, I think they call it, that they're going to be priests. They're not going to get married. Priests and monks and they're going to be holy. And the world has found out in recent years how full of holes these holy people are how full of baloney these people are, that they're much, much worse, that, that they, they steep much lower than most married people could ever go, Rahman al-Itzlan. So, so Rav Nosanzal is talking about one version here, the version of the people who, as a result of being steeped in Gashmias, and that misled them to this. And there are the also the other wise guys who think they're so smart, they think they know what spirituality is. And if you say, moo, 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 six thousand dollars, then you're very holy. You're very holy. Because you're not speaking Lashon Hara, you're not profat, you're not cursing, you're not eating, your mamish a holy person. Because I say, moo, 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 six thousand times. I'm, I'm, I'm being a little cute, but these are all variations. These are all sheker, sheker, sheker. These are the 36,000 flavors of sheker. There's something called emes, which is Hashem. There's something called emes, which is the Torah HaKdoisha. There's something called emes, which is the Tzadikim Amitim. They know what the real truth is. And I was just learning this morning, 4 a.m., I had a share with some friends in America. We were learning chapter 66 in Likutei Maran. And that's one of the places where Avenazal says again, the emes is one. The emes is one. Hashem is the, the Torah is the emes. And those, all of these other characters who come up with all kinds of alternatives, the Dalai Lama and the Lama Dalai, who some people look up to as such a spiritual person, he doesn't eat for six months, he cannot eat for 6,000 years and still be a behemoth if he's not connected to Hashem, if he doesn't, have, if he doesn't observe the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. And somebody else who eats breakfast, who has, will have the ham for breakfast and this for lunch and this and that, but he observes the seven mitzvahs b'nei noyach could be much holier, much more connected to the real Hashem, to real spirituality than some of these turkeys who are making believe they're holy and making believe and, 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 and robbing people of millions and billions of dollars, all kinds of stuff that goes on that sometimes we find out about. Hope we're not being too, too, too. But I, I'm trying to make an important point. True, shekel it, shekel it all is, but it's not as simple as he's making it sound here. He's not making it sound simple, but he's speaking about a particular aspect. We always say this, remember, this is one page of Likutei Alochis. There's 4,000 pages. So in this page, he's focusing on this issue. In other places, in other places, he focuses, we spoke about Nodav and Aviyu, who wanted to be very holy. They, they didn't want to get married, and we spoke about that, that that was another type of a mistake. In, in Rab Nelson and Rab Enizal give us the whole mamish, the whole picture. We have to know that right now, this is our focus. Does it also happen in our time that excessive Gashmias brings people to Avodah 100% most definitely. That's why Rab Nelson's writing this, that as a result of, of the world today, which becomes more Gashmi every second, Rahman al-Itzlan. I joked that once upon a time, a so hundred years ago, a woman wanted, needed cookies in the house. They sent us the, the daughter, go to the store and go bring cookies. The girl went to the storekeeper and said, my mother wants cookies, and he gave her cookies, and she went home and they had cookies, and every, they lived happily ever after. Today, try to send a kid to a store and go buy cookies. There's 650 different types of cookies. 
and, and in many cases one worse than the other. This one has sugar and this one has saccharin and this one has this and each one has every different kind of problem. Most of them have a, a lot of problems in it because the Sahara has realized he's given us a tsunami of Gashmias. He's flooded the world with Gashmias again in order to distract people to forget about Hashem. To forget that there's, there's Hashem in the world, Rahman al And to forget why I'm in this world, why am I eating the cookie? The whole purpose that the cookie was created was that somebody should say, Baruch Hashem Abekeinu Melech Like we said that the, the first Kalina Rebbe said to one of his Gvirin, you make a bracha so that you can eat. I eat so that I can make brachas. That, you know, again, head, the head on top, the foot on bottom, or the same thing, just upside down. It's, it's not that different. Just this one's standing on his feet and the head is on top, and the other one is standing on his head and the feet are on top. But we're, we're in an oil masheker, so it all looks real. They're wearing suits and ties, and they, they look mamish like, they, and, and they, people call them in, intellectuals, and ascetics, and all of these kind of things. And we don't know that it's sheker, 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 sheker. Again, there's a story with Rab Zal that his son, who lived in the city of, in the city of, Rab where did he live? Which city did he live in? Not Chirin, not Teplik. It's on the tip of my tongue. It'll come to us, so maybe somebody will show it on the, on the screen. And, and he wrote, they wrote many letters to each other. And his son wrote to him once that there's a person who came and they say he's a miracle worker, mamish, that whatever he says becomes fulfilled. And there's, you know, inc- it's incredible. And, and, and you see mamish big things. So Rav Nosanzal said, watch him. Try to watch him and let me know what you see, what's special about him. So his son watched, you know, watched him carefully and he wrote back to Rav Nosanzal, he does this, he does this, all kinds of things. Rav Nosanzal said, no, no, not this, not this. Then at one point he wrote him, he gets up for chatzois every night. He's up for chatzois. Rav Nosla said, that, that's it. That's his secret. That's his secret. Because the Zohar Kodesh writes a whole list of things that those people that are Zohar, they get up for chatzois, bekviyas, they have an incredible power that their word is a word. When they give a bracha, it's a bracha. Tremendous koichas. So again, here's an example. Now Rabbi Nizal wrote, in another place, Rabbi Nizal wrote, that you have a person who's, who wants to do something, Tulchin, thank you very much. Rabbi Yitzhak lived in Teplik, Chirin, Tulchin, that's the city, exactly. Rabbi Tulchina. So now, you have a person, you have a kid who likes to play cops and robbers, and the kids are playing, and one kid goes like this to his friend, you better listen to what I'm saying, otherwise you're gonna be dead. And then suddenly you hear a pow, you hear Mamash a sound of a gun going off, and the other kid falls from fear. And the kid looks at his hand and says, Whoa, I, I, I knew I was powerful. I had no idea how powerful I really was. And he doesn't see that there's somebody standing in back of him with a real gun that shot the gun without a bullet, hopefully, but just that the gunpowder went that super pow. And he thinks, Wow, I, I never realized I'm so powerful. Rabbein Azal said during his time, that there are sometimes people who are miracle workers, in quote, and people think that he's the one bringing about the miracle, and they don't know it's the guy who's going like this. And there's somebody behind that person who's holding a real gun and pulling the gun, and that's what affected the miracle. We need to remember we're in an oilam sheker we're in an oilam sheker and a person has to search for the emes in this world. And it's not simple, it's a difficult search. I, again, going back to what I mentioned, Earlier, we were learning chapter 66 in Likud Imran earlier this morning. And there, Rabbi Nassau has a whole incredible piece about Emes, where he's talking about, he says that a person, any person who has to come on to other people, any person who has to come on to other people, whether it's for money or for respect or anything like that, it's, the Gemara says it's extremely difficult for that person to be honest. Because, because the person has to come on to other people and they're thinking, what, what other people, what, what are they seeing? What are they thinking about me? The person has to put on an act very often. 
And Rabbeinu Zaldi's there describes levels, levels and levels that there are some people who mamish put on a completely phony act, and there are some people it's not that phony. They mamish come to a conclusion. No, the Torah says you're supposed to daven with kavon and chiyas. So I'm doing it because the Torah. But deep down inside, he's doing it because at home he doesn't do it. What because so, some people are in shul because and he's he's going to try to collect money from this. But that's why he's doing. Or because people look up to him and he wants to make sure that people continue to look up to him so he's doing all kinds of theatrics or other kinds Rabbi Nezal goes into a whole elaborate explanation there you know about this issue we've spoken about it a lot I once mentioned in the past a chiddish that my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld said that there's a Mishnah that says that if a person is trying to collect money and he goes around collecting and he knows people give him a shekel a half a shekel and then he sees somebody walking to the shul who's walking with a cane, he's limping and limping, and he sees that guy, they're giving him five shekels, six, you know, because people have rachmonis, yidin are rachmonim. They see a person, mamish, can't walk, so he, they, he can't work as, as easily. The other guy, let him go to work, let him get a job. But this guy, you know, they'll give him more. So the next day he shows up with a cane, a bigger cane. And, you know, so the Gemara says a person who does that will not leave the world without becoming a... a, a without having to limp. And a person who makes believe is blind will not leave the world without becoming blind. So Rav Rosenfeld said, what about a person who makes believe he's a tzaddik? He makes believe he's a Rosh Hashiva, he's an Admor, in order that people should give him a lot. He puts on a coat with a big fur collar, and the word is mamisha, he's a Malach Kim, and, and said, people know, you don't give this guy, this guy doesn't accept $100 bills. It starts with five grand, minimum, you know. So what's the Gemara saying? He's going to become a tzaddik? He's going to become an admara? Yeah. So he said, he thought about it, and he said that the person starts off fooling the people. In the beginning, he knows that he's a behemoth. He knows he's an he still has taivas and midas. He knows he's not a tzaddik. He looks in the Gemara, the Gemara says what a tzaddik is, and he knows he's far from all of that. But he's doing it because he, has, he needs money. He needs to marry off kids or who knows whatever it is. In the end, his punishment is that he's going to forget, he's, he's going to be convinced that he's a tzaddik. He's going to start thinking that he really is a tzaddik. It's not fake, it's real. I, I must be that. They call me Hadmor, they call me the Rav, that all of these kind of titles must be I am. And that's the worst tragedy in the world. Because so long as a person knows that he's not a tzaddik, that he's not a, a, a Russian, he can go looking for a tzaddik, he can look for a tzaddik to help him. The minute a person starts thinking that he's the Dalai Lama or the Balila, all of this stuff, and he starts thinking that he's holy and everything, then there's, there's no hope for such a person sometimes. Because he doesn't know that he has not found the truth yet. He doesn't know that he has to go searching for the real truth, that the real truth is Hashem, the Hashem that, that Klal Yisrael believe in. Any questions? It would seem that Hashem has created physical pleasure as a test to overcome. That's one reason. And a second reason, as something that when done in a kosher way to celebrate Hashem's creation and as a means to draw closer to Hashem, it's good. Exactly, exactly. Hashem created the whole world for Bechira, for the sake of human beings, for the sake of Klal Yisrael, that there must be Bechira, there must be a situation where a person has to figure out what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong. And, and the Yitzhahara has the ability to make it literally upside down, to make what's bad look good. Coke is life. Remember what it says in the back of all of the Coca-Cola trucks. Coke is life. And the Torah says that the Torah is life. And now I have to figure out which is it. Should I invest in Coca-Cola or should I invest in Torah? Which one should I put my money in and put my effort into? And, and the whole situation that we're living in this world, where we have this situation constantly, we constantly have to make choices. Person has a day off. What do you do on a day off? Everybody knows. You sleep late, no alarm clock. I can sleep till, I don't have to go to school. I can sleep till nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. What about Kriyashma? It's a day off. Everybody knows. The halacha says you're supposed to sleep late. I mean, there is such a thing, you know. And, 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 a big, bigger breakfast than usual and bigger this. 
And another person says they in, in Breslov, Baliyai and Hara, Bachazdeh, there are Bachrim, who during Bain Asmanim, during the year, they're in Yeshiva, they can't daven Nates. They have to daven with the Yeshiva minion at, at seven o'clock, which is also good. But when they have a day off, wow, I can go to Vasikin. I can be with the superstars. I can get up earlier. I can and again it's the same two people going to sleep, getting up. One gets a hundred dollar bill. Person gets up to go to shul at seven o'clock, eight o'clock. It's a very good thing. Person gets a hundred dollar bill, and the other person gets a thousand dollar bill. It's, it's, it's close. Rabbi, is there room for another question? Definitely, please, please. Okay, I'm going to be a little bit rough. Can, can you hear me? Perfectly. Okay, a little bit raw on this one. We know that the game we're in Olam Hashem, and the game is to find the event in the Torah. We're eight billion people. What, what, is it, what is the representation of the people who really found the emet? It's slim to none. And uh, so the question is, could it be that there's a flaw in the program? The answer is definitely no, no flaw at all. The Torah tells us that the ratio of good to bad, light to darkness, is like what you said. That me'at min ha'or, you see it in the physical world. You have a room that's a thousand cubic feet or ten thousand cubic feet. You light a candle. The candle, the, the, the wick, it's, it's one inch. And that one inch can illuminate hundreds and hundreds of times more, more darkness. There's a Pusik in Tehillim. Toiv me'at latzadik mehamoin rishoim rabim. Not a, 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 a few tzadikim, a little bit by the tzaddik is better than a multitude of, of Rishoyim. Thousands of these guys and a little bit over here, the little bit over here is more significant and better. Here again, you have guys who are delivering merchandise, moving trucks, moving gigantic trailers of food being delivered, right? And then you have a guy carrying a little bag, a little black bag, and the, the stuff in the trailer is worth $300,000. The little bag is $12 million or more. It's got diamonds in it. We see in the physical world that sometimes something could be much smaller and worth hundreds of thousands, millions of times more. And, and in the Ruchnius, Allah has come Exactly what you said. The Gemara says, Hashem created, you know, 70 nations. And, and, one, and, and, a ty- and what, what he loves about the Jewish people is how small we are. The Pesach says, It's not because you're so many or you're so big that Hashem craves you, that Hashem loves you. But rather because you're the smallest of all the nations. That's what makes you so special. And smallest means in quantity, you know, in and in humility. Thank you very much. Okay, good. Good. Anyone else? The end goal is that the whole world should recognize Hashem. So is that something that we're going to accomplish or is that something that in the end Hashem is going to somehow make amplify this light that we're creating? The answer is both. The answer is Hashem is going to do it for sure. We're adding our little piece. Hashem doesn't want to do it without us. Hashem wants us to be partners in creation and part. The Arizal, Rab mentioned it many times. The Sifrei Kabbalah write the reason we're in Golis for such a long time. <clears throat> Hashem could do it. He just goes like that, and the Golis is over. Everything game over. But then we wouldn't be part of it. He's waiting and giving, allowing us the privilege of participating. And in the process, there's casualty in the... You'd say, what do you mean? <clears throat> a, a holocaust, we have to go through... Yes, yes. It's worth it to go through a holocaust and a Spanish Inquisition and the spiritual holocaust that we're seeing today. All of this, it's worth it. We're going to see in the end. We're going to see in the end that Hashem knew exactly what it, that it couldn't be any other... That this was the only way and the best way for it all to be. Paragraph of... And therefore, an idol that's made by a Jew, 
בתחילה, קודם שנעשה עבודה זורה, צריכו עובדס יוסר עד שתהיה נעשה עבודה זורה ותיוסר. When it's starting out, it takes more, more effort, more work in order for it to become an idol and be forbidden. כי אינו אסורו עד שתיובד. We learned in the beginning of this halacha that an idol that's made by a Jew does not become osur, does not become a treif item until the Jew actually worships it. Why? Ki Yisroel b'shoroshon heim rechoikim legamri mipegam avodazorach asashon. Because the Jewish people, based on where we are connected to Hashem, we are the furthest thing in the world from avodazorah. Avodazorah is not shayach to us at all. Ki Yisroel heim bechinas nefesh. We are the soul of the world. Bechinas ruchnias. We are spirituality. Veheim rechoikim b'shoroshon migashmias legamri. A Jew, based on where he comes from, the whole Olam Agashmi is a joke. To, it's the furthest thing in the world from him. A Jewish soul is above all of the worlds, above the Malachim, above the Kisiyaka, above everything. We are part of and designate completely only to Hashem. כי ישראל עולה במחשב התחילה. The Medrash says that Hashem's first thought, when Hashem was thinking of creating, the, His first thought was כלל ישראל, that that would be the purpose of the whole Bria, everything in it. כי עיקרה חיזה סבידה זורו הוא רק בגש מישוע עשייה. Because the, the real place where Avedazor is able to attach itself to is only in materialism of Asiyah, the lowest, lowest places. Sheshom ikarachizas hapsoyles v'atinuf. That's where you have waste matter, you have filth. Shehu Avedazor, which is Avedazor. Ki hu Avedazor hu midvorim chomriyim. Because Avedazor idols are made of physical things. Eitz vo'even, ma'asa yidei odom, as it says in the Torah. Wood, stone, things that are man-made. V'yalkein ikar achiza s'avodezoro hu'rak b'ho'akum. And therefore the main place where avodezoro has a connection is only by the non-Jews. Asher achizosom begashmi s'oilam. Their connection is to the physical world, to materialism. Ki heim nikroim esov. They originate, all the non-Jews originate from Esav, Shehu Loshen Asiya, Gashmias. The word Esav, the, the Mephorshim tell us, comes from Loshen Asiya, physically made. Ki Mishom Achizosam, because that's their connection. Ki Heim Bechinas Guf V'choymer, Keneged Yisroel, Shem Bechinas Nesham V'etzura. All the other nations of the world are body. Their physical matter compared to the Jews who are in Hashemah. You have a car. You look at a car, it's huge, gigantic, you know, with all the different parts in it and the leather seats and this kind of leather and that kind of leather, everything. And there's that battery inside, that battery. And, and if somebody sneaks in under the car and pulls out the battery and you can have the whole, whole thing, it looks It looks exactly like a Mercedes Benz. It looks exactly like a Rolls Royce and it runs like nothing. It can't move an inch, can't go forward, can't go back, nothing. Why? Because the, the battery isn't in there. That, that's Klal Yisrael and the whole rest of the world. And that's why the Torah says about Avodah which was designated for them. Because Avodah is drawn to and connected to their portion, their roots. Their portion, their roots, are in the physical physicality of this physical world, materialistic world. That's where the Avodah is connected. And with this we can understand what the Gemara says on that Pasuk. The Rabbi said the Gemara had a question. Did Hashem designate these things, the sun, the moon, the rocks, that the Goyim should worship them? 
The Goyim are also commanded not to worship idols. That's one of the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nei Noyach. And therefore the Gemara says in Megillah, Hashem has designated these things, the sun and moon, to shine on them. This is what the Gemara says. Rab Nosson Zali asks, But it's hard to understand what does the Gemara mean here? Hashem created the sun and the moon to shine for the Goyim, to shine on the Goyim. The sun and the moon were designated only to shine on the Goyim. We also need the sun and the moon to provide light for us. And just the opposite. You told me before that the whole world was created just for us. So what's the Gemara saying here? However, the real truth is because of the fact that the main connection of all the non-Jews is from the physicality of the world, and that's where the Avodah is connected, so no matter how spiritual it looks, no matter how uh, you get these artists or these architects that could design the most gorgeous, awesome-looking idols or pyramids or all these kind of things and you say wow there's tremendous chachma here but but this is chachmas chitzonius this is ga- this is gashmius chachma this is make-believe chachma this isn't the real chachma the real chachma is the chachma the Torah that's why the idols are referred to as their portion because that's where their portion is and their roots. From physicalness, materialism. And this is why the Pesach says Hashem has designated the sun and the moon for them to shine to them. Because the physical light of, of the sun and the moon and the stars and everything, that was not given to us at all, to us Jews. That was designated for them. Because our portion is Hashem himself. As it says clearly in the Hashem Amoy. That for Hashem's nation, for Claudius, so Hashem is our chalik. And as it says in the Pasuk and Tilim, Hashem menos chelki vechoisi. Hashem is my portion. Hashem is my cup. Chelki Hashem omronafshi. My soul says that I am part of the, I am chalik Hashem. Vafilu bechol hadvorim gashmiim. And therefore, even in all physical things in this world, materialistic things, we need to attach ourselves to Hashem to elevate the battery in that thing, the source of life in that thing, only to Hashem. We are not interested in, and we have no portion in the physicalness of anything in this world. A person gets a new suit. It's beautiful. I like the threads. I like the... That's all baloney. I like the fact that I'm going to wear this suit for Shabbos. And I'm going to make a bracha. I'm going to remember that the thread, who created this thread? Who gave this thread its beauty? What made this suit so nice that it keeps me warm and it looks so nice and it's cut... The fact that I'm wearing it for Shabbos Kodesh, and the fact that I made a brach on, I got to say Hashem's name on this. We, our portion is not the gashmius of anything; it's it's the ruchnius of the thing. And that's why we are totally, totally removed and distant from avodah Avodah Zorah is attached only to the Gashmias 
and to the waste matter of this world. And that's why it's, the Pesach says about the Jewish people, These idols, the word Elohim there refers to these idols which the others they're worshipping, we don't know those idols at all. And we have no portion, we have no share in them whatsoever. Because of course we have no portion whatsoever in this <coughs> which is connected only to the physical, to the materialistic. Because the Jewish people are soul. We are, we are really pure spirituality. Whereas these other nations, where their connection is to the physical aspects of the world, that's why Avodah has a place by them. It has a portion by them. That's why even when it comes to the sun and the moon, the Pesach says Hashem has designated for them to shine upon them physically. They get to take a suntan and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Because the physicalness, the gashmias of the light, that's only for them. And again, that's where the Avodah comes in, which is also purely physical, no spirituality in it at all. <clears throat> Remember the story with Avram Avinu? That his father Terach had a, a, a department store. They didn't sell candy, chocolate, clothing, just idols. Big ones, little idols, all kinds of Avodah Avram Avinu realized that all of this is baloney, this is nonsense. So one day when his father was taking a suntan, <clears throat> he went in there with, a, with a, a hammer and smashed all the idols except the big one, the, the biggest one. And he put the hammer in his hand over there. And his father comes into the store and he sees all the smashed idols. And he said, who did this? Avram said, well, who did this? Don't you see? Big, big boy over there, he's the one you see. He's the one who did this. As far as, what are you crazy? He can't do. I'm cra- You're crazy. Why are you worshiping these things if they can't even do nothing? You're nuts. I'm not crazy. And that's when he turned him into Nimrod. We're going to throw Avram Avinu fire, and the fire couldn't touch him. Couldn't touch him because fire, physical fire, and he's spiritual. Can turn on six hundred fires. It's not going to do anything to him. Based on Rav Nassim explanation, now we understand that Pasuk very simple, very clear. <clears throat> a person reading that Pasuk first, <clears throat> the sun and the moon, could think that the Pasuk is talking about the idols, that the, the idols specifically. Whereas the words of the Gemara are talking about <clears throat> Uh, to shine for them, it, it seems it doesn't seem to make sense. What do you mean? Rav Nosanzal says because it's all really one. This is dependent on this. <clears throat> Those who are purely physical, for them they they receive the physical light of the sun. The sun shines, the sun shines on them physically and. And again, and they can connect Tavoy which is also purely physical. Whereas we, Lahavdal, the Jews, <coughs> when we're receiving from the sun, we make a bracha on the sun. When there's the Kiddush, the, 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 the new sun, you know, every 28 years, or the Kiddush Levana, we make a bracha to show we know that the sun is a shliach of Hashem. The sun is, doesn't have any power on its own, it's Hashem shining through this thing. And therefore, we have no connection at all to the Avodah We're receiving from the Ruchnius, from the spirituality. Rab- Rabbi Nezal has a chapter on the Qutran where he writes that when Sadiqim are eating, <coughs> they're eating letters. They're eating the letters in the words. They see Hashem created everything with speech, with Dibur. And Sadiqim, when they're eating, they're not connecting so much to the physical food, to the salmon, the baked salmon, or the cooked salmon, or the broiled salmon. They're connecting to the oisios, to the ruchnius that's in that food, you know. Any questions?
But Lawson, please. Lawson, please clarify the distinction between uh, Vodazar that's created by a Jew only becomes Osa once it's served, but by Goy, he has to, once it's created, it's Osa. Is that correct? How, so how, does, how does that tie in again? What's the, under, the spiritual underpinning for that? We didn't get to that. Rabbi Nelson is leading up to that. He's leading up to that. You know, as he started with that question, why is it that by a Jew, even if he creates an idol, it's not considered an idol until he actually, actually worships it? He's still, if, if he changes his mind, or if somebody takes that wood and uses it for something else, it's okay. Whereas by a Goy, the moment he, he creates it, and, and has considers an idol even before it's been actually worshipped, <clears throat> it's also etc. Rav Nosson leading up to that, and he's going to address that. We haven't answered it yet. Thank you, Rav Nosson. Sure. Yes. Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos. Should be zeichet to all the brachas and Yeshua's and refuahs of Shabbos Kodesh. Amen. Amen.